<laughs> so, Ivan, uh-huh. how do you think? How do you know my name? I just I've been watching I've been watching you for some time now. <laughs> I've been staking out like I've been wanting to spread the gospel to you. Dude. So like I learned your name before. Wow. Okay, anyways. Okay. So how do you what do you what do you think what do you think our purpose is on this earth? Okay, remember guys, uh, I grew up in church. I remember I'm, this is an act. We're in act right now. Okay. I remember I grew up in church. I go to church. I know who Jesus is. Okay. What so, is the question? What do you think our purpose on this earth is? Yeah, so that's not the first question. How do you think we got created? <laughs> yeah. So how Wait, do we you, start? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's my fault. No, it's okay. Have you, when is the last time we go on campus to go? I haven't seen that you. That is shade. <laughs> that is shade. It's okay. You've been actually like really busy, but you're going to be out there with I'll us. I'll be out there next week. You're still spreading the gospel. I know you are. I, I, I yeah, have. Been. I know you are, I so it's okay. Okay. That was such shade. That was such... <laughs> Dude, when's the last time you've been on campus knowing I haven't been yet this semester? Okay, it's the first two weeks of school, bro. Okay. You just asked the wrong first question. How do you think... <laughs> I'm we, so sorry. How do you think we got here on this earth, humanity? Yeah, so... Hey, hello, hello, hello. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What's up, everybody? What's Welcome. up, guys? <laughs> hey, guys. What's Welcome up? Welcome back to <laughs> Sheep Talk. Sheep. Okay, stop. What? What's a Sheep Talk? <laughs> so Sheep Talk is based on Luke 15. Okay. The 99 and the 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Bible refers to us as the sheep. You know, yeah. John 10, you know, we are the sheep. He's the shepherd. What, what's the shepherd? He is yeah. the door. Uh-huh. Come um, on. Preach. Come on. Yeah, so it, it's based on uh, all of us have a personal story of how God called us out of darkness. Okay. He retrieved the one sheep. He cares about the one sheep. Think about how many Christians are in the world. Oh, we're, oh, we're, we're digging in now. Oh, Mi- we're going, oh, we're we're going, going hard. <laughs> millions, of Christians, <laughs> millions of Christians in the world, yeah. right? Yeah. But also, millions, yeah. he's the God of the world. He spoke everything into existence. Mm-hmm. But then he's also personal yeah. about how every individual has a story about this sheep that was Come retrieved. On. Yeah. So it's personal but powerful. So that's sheep talk. That's what's up, right? Hey, dab it up, bro. I want to dab it up. Yeah, dab it up. <laughs> My right arm go a little farther. <laughs> yeah, <that> was- <laughs> but everybody, I've been excited for this one. I- I've been, how long have I been trying to get you on? Probably three months now. Probably yeah. three, four months. I wanted to get you on Kingdom Vision. We never got it done. Yeah, because I they never responded to him. Dude, yeah, he ghosted I, me. I for, ghosted him for he that ghosted one me I was for, too busy. I still haven't recovered from that. My heart is still hurting from that. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. Fun, I was really busy. We're good. We're good. We're fine. You're still busy. Yeah, but, yeah, are, you, huh? are you good? I'm fine. I'll recover. <laughs> no, it's okay, bro. Let it out. Yeah, no. So here's the thing. <laughs> Ivan, you no, no. oh, you're changing the subject now. I was gonna ask you the first question. Oh, are we going in? We're going. We're okay. All are you sure in. you're okay about the Augustine thing? Then? No, I I'll get over <laughs> it. I really get over it. It's okay. I'll, I'll get over it. I know you're okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Ivan has been okay. Let me let me first introduce you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Ivan is the college associate here at Central College right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Mission. What did I say? I say he's college, mission. Yeah, yeah. He's the missions. College associate, associate resident, at Central College. Resident. Remember? Resident. There it is. Resident. Okay. <laughs> the first time I went to Central, right? I walk into Central. He's the first. I don't know if you remember that. I remember You were the that. first guy I talked to. Yeah. And he goes, just just in the most Ivan-like way, 
dude, what's up? Tell me about yourself. You know, yeah. just the most warm and welcoming person. Yeah, and stop. you welcomed stop me into Central. I was like, bro, this is like, this is a community here. I want to mm-hmm. be a part of it. Yeah. Then I go to Wednesday night, yeah. Bible study. You're there. You literally introduce me to everybody. You know, at that mm-hmm. time I was an introvert. Yeah. You're like, hey, this is Cole. This is Cole. This is Cole. You just threw me in the fire. I did. I really loved did. it. Yeah, I loved it though. I really did. I know. So that's how I know I really Ivan. Did. But Ivan, tell me about yourself. Tell me where you're from. Mm. Um, school, where you went to college. How's work right now? What's uh, your responsibilities? Work, yeah. Just tell me about Ivan. Yeah. Tell them about Ivan. Who's Ivan? Who's Ivan? Hey guys, I'm Ivan. Uh, hey guys, I'm Ivan. <laughs> I'm Ivan. Um, okay, really. Where am I from? So, that's a good question. I'm from Colombia. I was adopted from Colombia when I was nine. I grew up there for nine years. Yeah. Um, that's a whole another a lot. Mm, a lot of good things come out of that. The Lord's just so good. But came to Texas when I was nine years old. The best best tex- state ever, obviously, right? And then I was homeschooled. I was adopted and homeschooled. Pretty great mix. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so I'm really weird. That's just what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Dude, no, no. We talked really about weird. that before, how most homeschool kids do not have social skills. But and you do. have... Okay, but they, here's the deal. You, you're, you're an just, anomaly. No, 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 no. I'm not. There's a lot of us out there. We just... There's a lot of... You just... just it's, like, it's like the public school kids. You, there's a few that are really crazy. Mm. And then that's your... That's what you think all public school kids are. True. But it's not. It's like homeschool. There's, there's a lot of lot awkward ones out there, but... Not all of them. I think there's probably more awkward public school kids than homeschool kids. I said valid. it. I said it. That's probably valid. Um, but yeah, so homeschooled. Came to A&M. Actually, went to Blend first. Cause Wait, where'd you go to high school? Ho- homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot that you're homeschooled K-12, man. Dad gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From age 9 all the way to age 18. Homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And then so you came to you came to Blend. <laughs> yeah, I came to Blend. Um, you know, I didn't think I was smart. Didn't think I was smart enough. My parents believed in me to go to school, and I went to Blend. Started at Blend, then went to A and M. Graduated from A and M last year. I'm not wearing my my ring. That's okay. This sure. is really dry. I'm I'm like really butchering Dude, this. I'm fine. so sorry, but you're I wish. You're, we're, we're, we're good. We're, Wait, we're doing. We're, I, I wish, like, I wish I had, like, like. There's so much more to me, but also there's not. See, here, here, we'll do this. Okay, so you graduated from Blend. <laughs> we're working out the kinks right yeah, now, yeah, because yeah. actually a lot of people say, I don't know who it was. Um, I think it was like Riley and Justin when we do announcement videos. They get like super, like, yeah, you know, yeah. riled up from it. Yeah, I'm to the point where. You know, I've been behind the camera so much, like I get used to it. But there, there's that's the case of it. People get yeah, nervous. That's right. right. I, I'm so, so we're nervous. working out the kinks right I'm now. So, I'm gonna shake it. So <laughs> I'm gonna zoom in right there on that. Just, <laughs> but no, so here we'll get to the meat of it right here. So you you went to Blend, you went to Blend, uh-huh. then you went to A and M. You graduate. What you graduate with? Economics. Economics. Minor, minor psychology. Minor love psychology. it. Mm-hmm. So here's the meat. I want. This is what I really want to get oh, you. Yeah, yeah, that's not the introduction. The introduction is not. I mean, it's important. We need to know who you, you know, are, right? There's some, yeah, absolutely. But, I want to know how you came to the Lord. Like, uh, how, how did how did the Lord call you out of darkness? Okay, uh, so I love this. I can talk yeah. about this. A yeah, lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can talk about the Lord a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is good. Oh man. Okay, so here's the deal. The Lord has had a hand on my life, pretty much, 
I, I believe, looking back since the day I was born. I, Columbia, grew up, my mom was a prostitute, drug addict, had siblings. F at age four, I got separated from my mom. Me and my siblings got separated from my mom. My younger brother, Sebastian, came with me. My sisters went to my aunt. So I get thrown into a, an orphanage, orphanage system. And then a few years get thrown into the foster care system in Colombia. And God, yet God had a hand on me the whole time. Craziest things happen. Yet I know that God had his hand on me because here I am. He took, takes me out of Colombia at age nine. Now, if we if we really think about that, Cole, how crazy is it that that you're sitting here? That with the me Lord right now. chose me to sit here. I'm so undeserving of it. Out of millions and millions of kids who could have had the opportunity to come to America and have every opportunity, that the Lord chose me, bro. That's ridiculous. And there's no way that I can say the Lord didn't have a hand on me, even though I, even though. I, I didn't know him. I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't know who he was, yet he knew me. He knew my name, and he wanted me, and I'm so undeserving of that. So, come here at age nine. At age thirteen, my parents loved the Lord. They went to church. Um, didn't know what who Jesus was, but then one day at age thirteen, went to church, heard the gospel. Also, I heard that, like, one part of that story is that I didn't, like, the pastor, the pastor that preached that day talked about revelations and how the, for the rest of our lives we're going to be separated from God, but also, like, suffering. And I just didn't want to suffer. But also, I knew that Jesus had died for my sins at age 13, had risen again, and wanted me to follow him. I knew that, so I accepted that, and I followed Jesus. I believe that. I like I ex I met 13. Jesus at age thirteen, and then here it is, Columbia. With Columbia, that part of my heart. As you grow older, you actually start processing things that happen. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? You actually start processing. My I don't know why I'm looking at this. I should be looking at you, huh? This Dude, is a conversation. you can talk to them. You can talk to me. It don't matter, bro. Oh, I love it. Let's love have it. a conversation. Oh, bro. tell me them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Tell see me, it. bro. Boom. So from the young age. My heart was to be known by somebody, to be loved, to be wanted, right? My mom got abandoned from my mom. She abandoned us. She had every opportunity to take us, take us back. Didn't, never did it, right? She refused over and over again to take us back. So from a young age, I desired to be wanted, to be known, and to be valued, right? And so coming at age 14... My older brothers, who are amazing, we start just hanging out with the wrong people. They start hanging out with the wrong people. And because I love my brothers and I desire to be to be wanted by them, started doing what they were doing. So for about four years of my life, we just go into this period of straight-up rebellion against my parents. Against, uh, I think I have a hair right there. <laughs> against my parents. <laughs> against my parents against the Lord and just go into this crazy scene, right? At age 18, this is where I truly met the Lord and realized that I wanted nothing else in my life but him. 
because there was nothing else that was going to be satisfaction about him. And my brothers had, like, left my house, kicked out of home, and I was just there doing the same things that I've been doing, same cycle. And then one day I was like, dude, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And I just remember hearing clearly from the Lord, come back. And I had believed these lies that it, I was a disappointment. Again, not enough. Just like, how can somebody come to America and yet live the same lifestyle that he would have lived in Colombia? Yeah. Right? So really like conviction into my heart. Mm-hmm. Conviction of why am I running from the Lord? Why am I pursuing the things of this earth when truly he's the only one that's ever going to satisfy me ever and so that's when I first learned what that meant because I'm still learning what that means. Still to the yeah. same, still learning what that means. But 18 was really when I like stopped, stopped find, trying to find satisfaction, the identity of myself and the things of this world and people and realized that God was the only one that was ever going to satisfy my soul and my heart for everything I desired and wanted because... He wanted me. Yeah. So that's kind of when I met the Lord and then college. You started walking with the Lord. Started walking with the Lord, still learning a lot, still failing a lot, still repenting a lot and not repenting a lot and hiding sin. And that's just the walk of life. Yeah. And But realizing every day, every day as it went by, how much more I needed the Lord every day and every day, every day. Yeah. That's me. To, to now... Um, you were you involved in Impact Church? Yeah, yeah so retreat. Yeah, that's right. I did a lot in college. Love, fell in love with really 18. Here's the deal. So, for previous those 17 years, 18 years, whatever, like I found my identity. I'm a people pleaser by heart, right? I'm mm-hmm. a piece of pe- people pleaser by heart. So, I found my identity in pleasing people and being wanted by people. Yeah, I found my identity in that. And that drove me to do things that weren't really of the Lord, right? Yeah. At 18, like, really start trying to figure out what it means to put my identity in Jesus. Mm. Come to college, well, the Lord transforms your heart. So I found out that, man, I if I put my identity in Christ, everything I do is for Christ, then, like, man, I'm satisfied beyond what, beyond what I thought I could have been satisfied because nothing is for me anymore. I'm not, I'm not people pleasing for myself mm-hmm. anymore. I'm people pleasing. I, I, I'm God pleasing because yeah. he's commanding and he loves me and his love overflows. And through it, I can like, it's a, it's a wildfire, right? So start serving in ministry, breakaway impact, youth impact serving within my church as well at central start serving within there. And learned and learned what it means to love Jesus, love Jesus, love Jesus. And just naturally, I just wanted to do as much as I could because I love I loved serving people. Not for my glory, but for the Lord's glory. Mm-hmm. No, me and you, we, we have kind of similar stories yeah. coming out of darkness and understanding the, Christ, understanding the power of Jesus. And for me, a lot of it is um, the story of King Solomon. Come on. And, man, you know, people-pleasing, you know, chasing, you know, the party life, all these things, mm-hmm. and chasing, like, this whole 
You're trying to fill mm. this hole in your heart with yeah. everything you can possibly get your hands on. And you realize that the Lord is a, 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 a like, he doesn't ever run out of love. Mm-hmm. Like that love Come on, my dog. never, never runs out. Exactly. And when you understand that, all of a sudden you're like, why, why have I been trying to fill this hole in my soul? with perishable things mm-hmm. when the Lord before I even went down this bad path was trying to get my attention. Like there's people who I talked to like Justin at eight years old, accepted Jesus. Yeah. He didn't have to go through, you know, some of the things I went through, like yeah. t- testing the waters, you know, yeah. not believing what the yeah. Bible said and didn't having yeah. to figure it out on my own, which is amazing, which is amazing. I right. Wish, yeah. yeah. And, and understanding that the power of Jesus, who he, 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 we were all made in the image of God. Every human being mm. on the earth was made to have a relationship with God. So mm-hmm. everybody seeks out. We see a million different religions, a million different worldviews, because they're all trying to fill that the way God made them yeah. with counterfeit stuff. Yeah, and here's the deal. Satan is so good at deceiving us. He's so good at it, and he's a master at deceiving. And... Of course, he created millions of other religions. Of course, he knows that our heart desire is to find purpose. And it's so easy for us to find our purpose. Even now, like any time, like bro, all the time. It's so easy for us to try to find a purpose yeah. in this world. With ministry, with media, whatever we do, right? Like it's easy for us. We're prone, we're prone, we're prone even though we know how much Jesus loves us, we're so prone to stray. Yeah. I'm so prone to stray, bro. I just need Jesus to break my legs and tell me. To... Well, that, that's why, that's why we are, you come to Jesus and it's not just game over. Okay. I'm good. Mm-hmm. It is a daily walk. That's why, you know, Justin mentioned last episode, if you remember daily bread, he said daily bread because yeah. we are daily reliant because our flesh mm. is in opposition to God. Our spirit. Yeah. I think this is Romans. Somewhere in Romans, when he says, for I do what I do not want to do, mm. for that is sin in me. Mm. And he talks about like our flesh literally is in opposition. Our spirit, we want to obey Christ, yeah. but our flesh, like our, fresh, our flesh is broken yeah. because of sin. Yeah. So daily, we are dependent on God. Yeah. And that's why, I, so talk to me about that. So you, 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 you were saved. Do you think you were saved at 13? Man, I think that, I understood the gospel and understood. I understood the gospel and understood where I stood. Yeah. Like with God. Yeah. Like I knew that I was broken. I knew that I was a sinner. But it's different between like understanding but and then like accepting. And like, 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 and for the rest of your life, even people watching this now, and maybe you poor part of your life was like, well, I know that Jesus died for me, therefore I'm saved. And you until until you taste and see of the glory of God. Until you take, you're gonna like not exp- like you need to experience it. Knowing is and, not enough. And no, and God doesn't want you just to know. Like I was reading, the, the A.W. Tozer, the Pursuit of God, and this is one of the quotes that he says in a book. He says, "Christianity," and this book was written in the 1940s. Christianity today, it's filled with scribes. People that just like to read and write, do their devotional, and that's not bad, right? But people that are satisfied with just reading the Bible, doing the devotion, and then stopping there and going about their day. 
we're filled with those people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the culture. That's the culture. But God wants us to be prophets. He wants us to taste and to see and experience God, and then to tell people, other people, about that. He He wants people to to step out of the comfort zone. And for me, this is, He wants me to step out of my comfort zone. And to taste and see his glory so I can share that with other people. Not just to other people, my story, uh, uh, not just to hear other people's stories and stand there, but to step out of my comfort zone and to let be fully dependent on the Lord so I can proclaim his glory by what I've seen and tasted in my own life. So yeah, that's one thing I want to talk about. You are a the missions minister at Central. And since I've known you, you're you've been outreach, outreach, yeah. outreach tell people about it like we did a me and you and adam and caleb filmed a little outreach documentary yeah. about telling people about the goodness what is your and you kind of just hit it but talk to me about god's heart for other people oh yeah this is this will be yeah, good yeah, right yeah. here yeah man uh where to start sorry <laughs> sorry genesis genesis god's creation original like the original plan was for us to be madly in love with Jesus for the rest of our lives and never and just obey him fully, right? That's what God originally wanted for us. But man, we're deprived and we're selfish and we think our way is better, right? Let's call that sin, right? Let's do the three things. Sin, right? Sin. Yeah. Let's call that sin. Despite that, God heart has always been for us to reproduce and for his name to be known among all people and for all people to experience his glory and love him because that's how he created us to be our original like our design as human beings is to know jesus and to love him that's what we were created to do amen nothing else despite that nothing else that's how we that's how he created us okay so we Adam and Eve refused that, right? So disobey him, and we go throw get thrown through his whirlwind. God's heart still hasn't changed for mankind. Mm. He's still the same God. He still wants every single person to know him fully, experience his glory, experience his love, experience his grace, and to follow him for the rest of his life, for the rest of our lives. Right? And that's a, that's not his heart for every single person. Why? Because that's what we were designed to do. In the creation of the world yeah, and us. Exactly. That's what we were designed to do. And for me, my heart is that God's heart is that he sees the brokenness in people. He sees the the absurdness of this world. He sees the burden that we carry. He sees, come on, he, what else does he see, Cole? What else does he see? He sees the poverty, bro. When, and... and Okay, so I had a thought earlier. When yeah. you you mentioned it, and I want to hit on it, but our creation, God's purpose for us is not to be businessmen. His goal for us is not to be, you know, missions minister. Yeah. His goal for us is not to be CEO or media or videographer. His goal for us is to be in perfect relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people look at, they define God as a fairy in the sky who will give them the desires of their heart. That's what the, uh, the one of the Psalms says, but they take that and run with it, that God is of my own devising, of my own 
Um, God is who I want him to be. Yeah. And really, God has revealed himself fully and fully. And, and his only desire is for you to be in relationship with him. And how do you be in relationship with him? Well, the Bible tells us who he is and his character and his yeah. heart. Right. But people like when you look at the simplicity yeah. of his relationship. Yeah. Like he wants your heart. Yeah. Well, like it, it makes it, it just changes the game. It changes the game. Yeah. It does. And yeah. I don't know. That was kind of a, that was kind of a side note no, of what no, you're it saying. It changes the game. Yeah, absolutely. But until then, as when, okay. So whenever we do experience this freedom, what are we to do? Matthew 28 says, go out. Yeah. Go out and make disciples. Go out and share the gospel. Go out and baptize. And here, God's not asking you to stop doing what you're doing. Like if you're a he's not asking. He's not asking you to do that. He's asking you, hey, like, just do it for me. Or yeah. he's not asking you to stop being a businessman. He's asking you, Hey, do it for me, which means seeing the lostness. He hasn't God put you in a, God puts you in the place where he wants you to be. Yeah. Even if you put yourself where you want to be, he's going to put you where he wants you to be. And we're called to work hard. We're called to do what we be obedient. We're called to be, have a great attitude. Yeah. So that we can, that's how you should, that's, that's, we're just called to be testimonies of the glory of God. I have a, a, a thought here. So imagine like, you know, this idea of self-made man, yeah. like, okay, I'm a self-made businessman. I got myself to where I'm at. Yeah. Imagine your story. You were born in Columbia. Imagine if I was born in Columbia, would I still be where I'm at today? Or would the, would the CEO who was born to a family in that was wealthy or would they still be? No. Like, like God has literally placed us mm -hmm. and like you really, when you really think about it, if you are a self-made man, yeah. think about everything that you had no control over that the cards were placed right where they were placed and you were placed all these dots lined up to get where you are today. Yeah. So when you're thinking about that, it's like, it humbles you. Yeah. And then you're talking about being a businessman. Okay. Whether you're a businessman, are you doing a businessman? Okay. How can I impact and spread the kingdom, the, the, the kingdom of God yeah. in being a businessman yeah. instead of. I want to be a businessman, climb the corporate ladder, and then I'm going to go to church on Sunday. No, your occupation is a tool to oh, amen. spread Come the on. kingdom of God. Mm. So I just had to get that out there. Yeah, that was good. I love that. But yeah. do you want to... So talk to me about... Hold on, I'm going to check the timer. Did I finish, did I finish our... Did I answer did, your question? I don't. I don't know if we did. I don't know. I kind of interrupted you twice. No, 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 I'm no, sorry no, for that. That was great. No, that was perfect. Was yeah. Like, Please do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? It, what was your question originally? It was tell me about God's heart for the nations. Yeah, man. Our heart, his heart and for it, the we, nation. We're getting to the Great Commission. Great Commission. Yeah, yeah. No, boom. His heart. His heart for the nation, for the nations, is for everybody to know His name and and worship Him. And love him back to our, that was our original design. Yeah. Right. So that's what we're doing now. That's what we do for the rest of I'm, just because I'm like your co missions college associate that works with missions doesn't mean you're in, I'm my purpose is different from your purpose or God's will for my life is different than his same will, same will, 
He wants you. To, he wants us to love him, worship him, and make his name known. And I just get to be a vessel that convicts your heart all the time. That, that reminds you, hey, that's your that's your heartbeat. Yeah. That's God's heartbeat. So I just get to be in this place where I get to do it full time and remind people full time that that's the original design. That's where I'm at. That's just the difference between you and me. Yeah. Yeah. This culture. Okay. We're in College Station, Texas. Yeah, we are. We're in the Bible Belt. Okay. Yeah, we are. For sure. I see a culture here of name tag Christianity. Yeah. Jeremiah 29 11, Philippians 4. What? Okay. <laughs> when I was thinking about asking this question earlier, what is I can do all things? Philippians 4 16. Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of it for the life I think, of me. I, I, honestly, I just said yes, but I have no idea. Philippians 4 16. I think that's what it is. 4 16. I can do all things. In the, in the Instagram bio, right? Yes. Um, all John three sixteen whatever a lot of Instagram verse like I got the inst the verse in my yeah. Insta bio yeah, yeah, yeah but they're good verses they're phenomenal verses phenomenal. there doesn't seem to be there's this culture of name tag and no fruit yeah you know like yeah acknowledging like I'm in this Christian culture mm -hmm. but that's the extent of my faith yeah. what do you what do you think what are your cool. thoughts. Are you going to take this back? It's been on there for <laughs> since I've been here. Literally since I've been here. Okay, let me answer years, this question. I'm so years. sorry. No, it's valid. A valid question. Okay. Is, you've never taken a tag off? No. I'm just like, I like tags. You know, like, you know how off-white? You know off-white? Yeah, I like tag. I like off-white. They, they have tags on them. That's like the vibe I'm going for, for everything. Wait, wait. Before, what do you mean they have tags on off-white, like, it, it, like, if you look at off-white shoes, they have... <laughs> <laughs> they have the tag like there's a, like a, t a special off white shoes have tags there's a, okay I'll I'm gonna edit in a photo right here mm -hmm. of an off white tag but is it right here it's, it's literally you're holding it as we I, speak I, it's I, what's an off white tag <laughs> this is we're pausing the conversation what he asked me is really important I'm so sorry no this is more this important than the Christian culture what does off white tags look like. I'm just, Look, I'm okay, just, so I'm just uncultured. It's an, all, it's an off white shoe. Just one of just But it has a tag. Like if it's off white, they leave the tag on. Like, do you see that tag right there on the on the Oh, okay. Like you know if, I mean? oh I see what you're saying. And they all have it. See, look, there's another one. It's real blurry because it's so zoomed in. But see, it has a tag. Has a tag. So that's the culture I'm creating okay, in my, okay. oh, in my, my that's my aesthetic. Boom, 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 boom. An off white aesthetic. Tags on everything. I love it, look, dude. Look. Tag. Yeah, we could be like cultural Christians with tag, off-white Christian. We, have a tag. We're just, we live in an off-white Christianity. Off-white with a tag. Our Bible verse. Oh, this has got deep, bro. bro. We're off-white. I'm, I'm clipping and we that. Get, and we got a tag on it. Dude, no, that's connected. That, wow, did, that, you, did um, you do that on purpose? I did. I, you, it's all planned out. You it's one of those connected eyes. It's one of those... That, 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 this, did that really just <laughs> happen? Dude, okay, this this is this is gonna be my first clip for sheep talk. <laughs> is us talking about off white, okay? It's gonna be a real and you're the first one. Just want you to know that. Go ahead, I'm Following Jesus is a lot of fun. Like Christianity, bro, honestly, these days I I hesitate using the words Christianity. Because Valid. this world world the world thinks of Christianity. I think rich they think wealthy like the world like literally they're gonna think people and then they then look at uh, like christians and they're like well they look like they hate us or 
they're not really like they have this God, but it's just a God. It's just like one of our gods. That's just the difference between a Christian and the world. And the truth is that if we actually use the word Christian, right, means we love Jesus. We, we, we're like following Jesus. Our lives are devoted. So let's go back to this culture of things, the cultural thing of, man, I believe that our deep desire, once again, is to be known, to be loved, to be wanted. And we will do that to everything we can. And even if that means having a fake persona, because it makes us feel good. And walking, walking in darkness, not knowing you're walking in darkness. I think a lot of people are just blind. We're just, we're blind. I was, I'm, I was blind and I, I still blind myself sometimes to what it means to follow Jesus. And why do we follow Jesus? A lot of people just have a misconception, not, not because they're, they're doing their own purpose, just because they just have a misconception about it. And it hasn't been exposed about, it hasn't been exposed in their life yet. And we're cultural Christians who just are doing it because we feel good or it makes us feel good or we're liked because of that. Instead of like, why do I follow Jesus? Why am I a Christian? Because I have nothing. I myself, like, I have to remind myself this every day, Cole, that I am nothing. I bring nothing special to this world. But Jesus brings everything to me. And I have to remind myself that daily. That's what it means to be fo- to follow Jesus. And I think if we have more people that that would remind themselves that every day I would like, then I would use the word Christian. But I, can, I can't use like, yeah, I'm a Christian. If somebody tells me I'm a Christian. What do you say? I'm not Christian. I'd be like, no. You'd be like, like I'm a disciple or, or of somebody, Jesus Christ. Or somebody says, oh, are you a Christian? I'd be like, man, I, I love Jesus a lot. I love love. I love. I don't. You can call me whatever you want, but I love Jesus a lot because of what He's done for me. That you can whatever you name tag you want to put on me, you put it on me. But that's it. No, I that's valid. I, answer, I don't know if I answered. I don't, no, that's valid because when and you and this ties into you being a missions associate at Central because you do a lot of stuff with inter, not even missions associate. You do it with before you're a missions associate. Yeah. You do a lot of stuff with international students. Yeah. Okay. And Christianity is a westernized culture in their eyes. Here's another thing. Just because you grew up in the Bible Belt, just because you grew up in church doesn't make you Christian. Doesn't make you doesn't know doesn't mean you're saved. Doesn't mean you're not doesn't mean you follow Jesus because that's another thing. And if there's people out there who and there's people out there and I've talked to too many people that believe when we go on campus, that believe because they grew up in church, they're Christian. That is cultural Christianity in the Bible Belt. Like, just because you go to church doesn't make you a Christian. Just because, do you love Jesus, man? That's my question. Do you, like, love Jesus with all your heart, with all your soul? Talk to me. Into that culture, mm-hmm. what are some conversations you had? Tell me about the conversation about the, the internet deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell that story. Okay, I'll tell you. This is the culture here at a Yeah, so... Yeah. Wait, he wasn't identifying as a Christian, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, oh, for sure. Hey, he loved Jesus. Bro. Tell me. Oh, this guy oh, yeah. loved Jesus. Remember, he grew up in church. He tell knows me. Jesus. Tell the story. All right, so... We're out, out on campus, and you always have the best conversations. You have the most interesting conversations when you ask people these four questions. 
Really, and you really do. So first question that we always ask when we go on campus, you we ask on campuses, what's the first question, Cole? Uh, what do you think our purpose is here? Okay, you know what? We're gonna role play this. Oh wait, wait. How, okay, no, no, let's no, role play. Let's role play. Role. I'm gonna be Andrew. Oh, I don't know if I should. Uh, no, we're good. I'm gonna be, we're not doing. I'm last gonna be names. the guy. <laughs> I'm gonna be the guy. I'm gonna be the guy that I met on campus, and you're gonna be me. Okay. Yeah. Be me, and just ask me the questions, okay. and I'm gonna. Okay. Let's just go with it. I don't know what's happening. What's your name, bro? Hey, man. I'm I'm that guy. You're that guy. I'm that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. (laughs) You see that? (laughs) I'm not that guy. (laughs) I'm not that guy. Okay, you're really not that guy that you just mentioned his name. But what? Okay, so so Ivan. Uh huh. How do you think? How do you know my name? I just I've been watching I've been watching you for some time now. <laughs> I've been staking out like I've been wanting to spread the gospel to you. Dude. So like I learned your name before. Wow. Okay, anyways. Okay. So how do you <laughs> what do you what do you think what do you think our purpose is on this earth? Okay, remember guys, uh, I grew up in church. I remember I'm, this is an act. We're in act right now. Okay. I remember I grew up in church. I go to church. I know who Jesus is. Okay. What so, is the question? What do you think our purpose on this earth is? Yeah, so that's not the first question. How do you think we got created? <laughs> yeah. So how Wait, do you, start. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, that's my fault. No, it's okay. Have you, when is the last time we got on campus? Go. I haven't seen that you. That is shade. <laughs> that is shade. It's okay. You've been actually like really busy, but you're gonna be out there with I'll us. I'll be out there next week. You're still spreading the gospel. I know you are. I I I have. Yeah, I know you are. So it's okay. Okay. That was such shade. That was <laughs> such, dude. When is the last time you've been on campus? Knowing I haven't been yet this semester. Okay, it's the first two weeks of school, bro. Okay. You just asked the wrong first question. How do you think? <laughs> I'm we, so sorry. How do you think we got here on this earth, humanity? Yeah. So Big Bang. Remember, I grew up in church and know Jesus. The Big Bang for sure. Big Bang. How does for, that sound? For sure. How does that sound? Does sure. this uh, sound like a, I know who God is? From the first question, no, but that's why we have three more. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So what do you think our purpose is on this earth? So we, we got here from the Big yeah. Bang, so now what's our purpose? Yeah. So remember, I grew up in church and know who Jesus is, right? Remember this, guys. Hey, you grew up in church. You know the gospel to be happy. My purpose is to be happy. God just wants me to be happy. That's See, I would, that's cool, bro. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. So third question, what do you think humanity's biggest problem is yeah okay remember i grew up in church remember that he, remember he, that i grew up in church yeah. and also like i know who jesus is i know the yeah. gospel i know the gospel yeah yeah of course you honestly and remember i'm the guy that i'm on campus right yeah this, this is not me this is, not this is me. a real conversation he says he had. says i say or he says the world just doesn't have enough technology we need more we need better ways for people to communicate. We need better, not communicate. We just need more technology. That's it. I think that's the biggest world. The that's the biggest, that's the biggest issue you have this world. Yeah, I think just don't uh, have technology. Wow. Okay. Respectable. Not respectable. For, lies. No, that, it's a role play. We're still in the role play. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, break yeah. the role play. Okay. Uh, let's break the role play for this last question. Yeah. So this is where we're no, no longer role playing. So oh, wait, fourth oh, question oh. was, if you could fix one thing about the world what mm-hmm. would you fix if you had that power okay and this is what this guy tells me yeah you ready tell me remember hold up remember this remember <laughs> that i i don't know if you, you might have forgot but since he told you i grew that. up in church and now this is like a also this is like really create more like crazy example but a lot of christians have 
What? Never mind. I'm just we, gonna we say we come into contact with. Like correct this. me if I'm wrong. A lot of conversations are, I've grown up in church. I am Catholic, or I'm like I'm of a Christian denomination, so I'm saved because I'm affiliated with church. Mm, yeah. So here it is. So this guy thinks he's saved. He's like, well, here it is. America doesn't have enough internet infrastructures. The rural areas need better internet, and that's if he. If I could fix anything in the world, that's what it would be. Just better internet for America. Welcome to 2021, Christian. And uh, and a lot of us, and uh, and I know there's a lot of people that w- maybe won't go to that extreme of an answer because they know the right answer, but their heart's desire, your heart desire is that, really, you just want to be happy. Really, the biggest problem is that you don't have enough. Really, the only thing that you would fix is your self-problems. That's Christianity today. That it's about me. It's about me. It's about me. I get it. It. I get it. I've been there, and I do still to this day make it about me instead of making it about the Lord. I, I'm with you. We're with you, but we need to wake up and realize that we were created to make things not about ourselves. Like God created us to make things about Him, which means, but He's also about everybody else. So, like, just reflecting God's heart and realizing that it's not about us anymore. I don't want it to be about me. And yet, despite I'm prone to make it about me, it's not about me anymore. It's about who God is. It's really what it's about. And it's hard, and we have to keep reminding ourselves that because it gets harder and harder every day. I think the difference is the, the, the mark of somebody who has understood the gospel is that they understand they're not perfect. They understand that you said that, but my tendency is to be about me. My yeah. like my tendency, I, I the sin, the sinful, my sinful nature yeah. has a tendency to look, keep keep my eyes on me. Mm-hmm. But understanding, and having a consciousness about that, mm-hmm. and continually surrendering that to the yeah. Lord. Those people who are identifying as Christian, they know the right answers uh-huh. if you ask them, but their life looks far from jesus what would yeah. you what would your mm. response be to yeah. that yeah first of all be patient yeah my response is god's response yeah patience love patience love encouraging them to love god like that's my response bro it has to be i can't i can't attack i can't I mean, there's a point where you got to be like, hey, this is if you're walk like with a brother, a really close brother or any brother. But like, hey, you say you're walking in Christ, but you're not. You can call that out and you call it out. Call it as you need to call it out. But realizing that God's patient with us. So patient with us. Cool. Right. Yeah. He's so patient with us. He's so patient with our hearts. Therefore, we need to be as Christ is, which is be patient Push them always towards Jesus. Glorify them towards Jesus. Like, let's look at the, let's look at, uh, is it the seed sower? He, he goes out, sows the seeds. He goes out day and night. He doesn't know how to grow, but when the harvest is ready, he sows, right? I don't know. I forgot what that was. Luke 10, I think. Luke 10. So that's talking about the laborers, but talking about, how innocent analysis to yeah, this evangelism. Like, yeah, but just like life in general, though. Like this is 
this is something I'm trying to make more part of my habit in life, right? So here it is. You want to read it? Cole, read it out for me, bro. 26 through 29? Yeah. And he said, the kingdom of God is his FF. What's the kingdom of God? Kingdom of God is the people, his creation, um, himself, yeah. Yeah. all. Yeah. Right? Like right. It's making like a physical habit. Like the physical kingdom, it's God's kingdom. Yeah. Um, okay. Kingdom vision, baby. God's that's kingdom. What's up. That's yeah, what's yeah, up. yeah. Boom, boom. So the kingdom of God, which is made up of people that love Him, yeah. pursue Him. Boom. Glorify Him. That's the kingdom of God. Boom. And He said, "The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground." What seed? Let's pause there. What seed? That would be sowing seeds of the gospel. Boom, the conversation. What, what's the gospel? Boom. Instagram post. Conversation. With Bible verse. Your how you act. Yeah. How you portray yourself, your heart, where you work, how you work. That's part of like how you portray See, the gospel. So boom. Okay. He sleeps. So okay. Scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. So. Here's the deal. This man is living now. I know he's. I know we're doing like, but this man is living his life. Whatever he's doing, he's a farmer, but he's living his life. How's he living his life? Sowing seeds. Sowing seeds, but he's yeti. He's like scattering seeds. Scattering seeds. Boy, what he does continue. You get it. He knows the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how the earth produces by itself. First the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Yeah. So this is really awesome. And this is how Jesus, we should live our lives. Is that we have, when we have our friends who who say they're not. Okay, let me just, before I explain, go into that. I'll just say, let's just finish it. Let's just finish explaining this. Okay. So he's not worried about how the seed grows. He's not worried about the outcome of his actions. Yeah. Is he worried about the outcome of his actions? He no. just is obedient. This man is obedient to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't, his worry is not about if the seed's going to grow. He knows it's going to grow. Yeah. How often are we distracted about our actions because we're worried that our actions are the determining factor of somebody coming to Christ? All the time. All the time. But why? Why Why do we put that pressure on ourselves? It's, because it's, it's looking up. It's what it is, what you just said. We look at ourselves. Looking at yourself instead of the Lord, right? So, man, to like, to like share the gospel, it requires nothing except obedience, right? Making our lives surrounded by just worshiping God, loving God, loving our, the people that God put in our lives, whether they believe in him or not, right? So he knows not how the produces, the earth produces itself, First the blade, the ear, then the full grain. So it grows, right? This verse is calling us to be obedient to God, to love him, to pursue him. And we will see fruit. To be obedient means to, when we see opportunities, he says when he sees the grain is ripe, he takes a chat, he does it. But he's always sowing seeds. He's always doing it. He's always planting. He's always farming. This man is always grinding. And we, and he, we, we're called to do that, wherever we go. And it's, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, literally, how, how do you, how do you pursue your friend that doesn't, who says they know Jesus, has the Bible verse on their Instagram, yet they don't 
you know, that fruit is not there. How do you pursue that friend? You scatter more seeds. You scatter more seeds. You love them. You pursue them just as God has pursued you and loved you. And you speak of truth, truth, truth. Be a truth teller. Speak truth. And I'm telling you, the Lord will do everything else. Nothing else requires. And he's patient. That means that if your friend, you told your friend for the 20th million trillionth time, hey, stop. Guess what? You tell him one more time. Hey, guess what? You, you keep loving him now more at that extra day. You don't stop loving that friend. That's yeah. it. That's it. I, I'm telling you, that's all that requires from us. Yeah. Because God is literally doing everything else for us. Jesus didn't say, Jesus, Jesus didn't tell the disciples, hey, I'm Jesus. Believe in me. Did he tell him that? He said, follow me. When we share the three circles, we say, we just believe, repent and believe. And we stop there. But like follow Jesus. Let's uh, and I, I know that doesn't require salvation, but like repent and believe and follow. Your whole life will be transformed. Because if you don't follow Jesus, you're gonna be like the devil, like the, like the the devil and the angels. They're falling. Like they be, they knew who Jesus is. They knew exactly what he did on the cross. Yes, yet they did not follow him. Yeah. So I think like and that doesn't. I'm not saying like works works. It's not works. It's like. Because of God, what God has done for you and who you see him, you do things not because you have to do them, because he's your Lord. He's your Lord, and you get to you get to do those things. Yeah, it's amazing. All mm -hmm. right, this is the last question I got for you. Okay. If you had to give advice to somebody who is a very, very new born-again believer, mm -hmm. is just has just experienced the transforming love of Jesus. Yeah. His, been called out of darkness what would you what advice would you give them first of all you're gonna fail you're gonna fall short so often you i still fall short so often right cole you still fall yeah. short so often you're gonna fall short often it's not about you anymore but for god it's really all about you and everyone else, right? So remember, it's not about you anymore. Love, love, love Jesus with your heart and your soul and your mind. For me, it's like who I am, my satisfaction doesn't come from this world anymore. Remind yourself that every day, that satisfaction will never come from this world anymore. Satisfaction comes from the Lord. All, all of it comes from the Lord. Seek him, pursue him. You're gonna fall short. You're gonna have seasons in your life where you don't spend time in the word. It's gonna happen. But pursue him and love him and realize that he loves you despite who you despite what you've done. And I think for me it's just like love Jesus. Love him. Like desperately love Jesus. And desperately know that satisfaction does not come from anything except Jesus. That's all I can say. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Dude, honestly, you have you have encouraged me to genuinely selflessly love others. That's that's if if that's one thing about your spiritual gift, mm -hmm. well, it's not really a spiritual gift, it's what the Lord calls us to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but your ability to love, like you're very loving, you're very selfless. That's like your heart. Um I try, but I fail all the time. Yeah. And we all yeah, we all fall yeah. short. Um but I was reading 
Luke 6 uh, yesterday, I think. It's verse 32. It says, If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. Mm -hmm. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners Mm -hmm. to get back the same amount. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Mm -hmm. It says, what is the point of living a life of just doing good to those who do good to you? And and what He says is, love your enemies and lend. That's something that I've seen that if I say one thing that's mm-hmm. marked your life is that, yeah. so be encouraged by that, yeah. is that lend, expect nothing in return, mm-hmm. and your reward will be great. Yeah. I would say that's a verse that has marked cool. your life. You're so amazing, bro. You know that, right? That's, Dog, you're encouraging me every day. Dude, I appreciate your that. You're left for the Lord. You're left for people. You're left for people to hear the word. It's incredible, man. Yeah. Dude, I appreciate you coming on. Keep going. Here, I'm not done yet. Hold up. So, All right, go ahead. so here's one more thing. Um, I was gonna actually, I forgot what I was. I was gonna like just realize that the the word of God is the truth. If you want God to speak to you, just open the Bible up and He'll speak to you. There's these times where like really hard things happen in our lives, and we have these really like like depression and like these things that really stink, man, and there are real problems. But I think sometimes we forget and we get stuck in this bondage of this world and we get stuck in this cycle of the same problem and we don't step outside of that because we might read our Bible, but we don't live it out. We don't go out and share the gospel. We don't see truth being, we don't see truth. Like we don't like, we don't go share the truth. We don't disciple people. We don't do evangelism. We don't share the gospel with our people. You know, I I feel like sometimes that gets us stuck in our own cycle of, depravity but this is the gospel he transforms us in and out those who love him those who will seek him those who will make things not about ourselves but about him he will transform you and you will live a life that is worthy worthy of the lord the lord transforms you and he wants your whole life to be about him because that's what he's created us to be like right that's our design so just like love the Lord and realize that there are hard things in life that you have to experience and then you're going to struggle for the rest of your life, right? Don't get stuck in that. And I, could, I don't know, I'm just saying that, I'm just saying that to say that, but really the truth is that this truth will set you free. And we just, sometimes you just got to be more like prophets. We got to step out a little more. We got to maybe talk to that person about the gospel a little more so that God, so that we can experience encouragement through seeing god move that's all i got guys thank y'all thank you cole for having me on this thing it's an honor bro it's an honor dude that's fun you're the best you're the best dog